Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. We are joined by One Tree Hill legend. Royalty is in the house. <laughs> Craig Sheffer, Keith, thank you so much for joining us. It's an absolute honor. How are you doing? Doing great. Having fun. We're here in uh, Sheffield, England, doing a, a uh, horror convention uh, for my One Tree Hill fans who don't know I've done a few horror movies uh, the biggest one being Nightbreed by Clive Barker. It was a long time ago when most of you were still uh, in... We probably weren't even in the womb yet. Let's not get into that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm up here in Sheffield and we're having a really good time. And these guys showed up. They drove the whole way up from Shitheel, England. And um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. said, can we uh, do a little interview? So I said, anything for my One Tree Hill fans. And we're incredibly grateful. Thank you. Uh, I mean, firstly, how... Uh, how does it feel to know that One Tree Hill has this legacy and that, you know, people all over the world know you and, you know, cried when you were wrongfully killed? And, I mean, how does it feel to have that longevity? Uh, it's amazing. And, I, I mean, probably one other thing I've done, which is uh, River Runs Through It with uh, Brad Pitt, Robert Redford directed it, is, you know, that carries on. No matter where I go, somebody always stops me and talks about it. And the other one that's like that is... Uh, is One Tree Hill. It's 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 a phenomenon. We uh, we finished it, I think 2011 or 12, and here it is 10 years later. And uh, about three weeks ago, I was in Paris, and we met I don't know three four thousand One Tree Hill fans that that came to a convention there. And it's just amazing that how much it moves people. And um, for young people, it, it seems to we hear this constantly. It really got me through. You know these tough times in my my teenage years, and um, I think that's a really special thing to hear about any any uh, artistic project you do. Something that actually affects somebody in their day to day lives and moves them to um, have a little solace for a period of time, or maybe even inspires them to be, become a better person or to uh, handle a situation in a in a better way than they may have before. It's it's just been a phenomenon. It's a it's a blessing. The, the, the kind of premise of our podcast is that my good friend here, Simon, is a super fan and mm -hmm. has seen One Tree Hill a number of times. Mm -hmm. And he came to me a, a couple of years back now and said, I want to do a podcast, I want to talk about One Tree Hill, and I've never seen it. So we watch it episodically, every once, one episode a week. Uh, and then our uh, patrons, you know, our, our ravens, they join us and they kind of watch me watch One Tree Hill. <laughs> and the storyline... Gogglebox. I'd be on that with you. I'd yeah. <laughs> awesome. Join us, please. But the the storyline that um, kind of resonated resonated with me the most is because we're we're a bit older now. Yeah. So we're watching this from like um, we have that adult perspective now. Yeah. So we're kind of the age maybe we're probably a bit older than you were when you were filming it then. Uh, I was already we're 43. Doing, we're doing this we're, we're you didn't look we did <laughs> But Keith's story is the one that resonates with me the most. And awesome. I, I think it's like, except being shot, of course. And I think it's such a like brilliant way that, that you portray this character and put it across to us because it's, it's fantastic. Because there's a point where Keith gets like super low but then goes, no, I'm going to make these changes. My life's got changes. I've got to be better. Yeah. I, w I wouldn't say I was ever super low but I got to a point a few years ago I was like, I've got to make these changes and it's got to be for the better. And and I could see that in your, your storyline and that was like it was at the same time as 
me watching those episodes that these changes happened for me as well and it was like oh that's so kind cool. of fit yeah. perfectly together and it was like perfect so I thank you for that oh thank you <laughs> thank you very much I think it's something that uh, um, that we all should do constantly right take stock of ourselves and try to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be and I it made me really happy to to portray that character I mean Keith was really there for people and I try to do that in my life I, I try to do it more and more all the time you know and um yeah, especially with young people, being a bit of a mentor, guiding force, that's a, it's a great a great thing to be. And, and that's what uh, your character was to Lucas. And so uh, when I watched the show, I watched it when I was younger, um, and I always identified towards Lucas and his kind of sensibilities and vulnerabilities. Yeah. And to have your character as that guiding uncle to obviously his megalomaniac actual father in um, is very it's like it was a great you were a great guide to him and did you enjoy playing that sort of you're kind of like a, a rustic everyman but yeah. with like a great heart was it enjoyable to to be that or do you also enjoy doing the villains as well yeah i like playing both you know villains are always anybody any actor probably tell you it's more fun to play a villain a bad guy because you know you get to do more crazy stuff and be a little more on edge but you know and um keith was a little bit like you know river runs through it where i'm the straight guy with the, the heart who tries to help the people around him and um it's something that really fits me for some reason i like to uh, i really like i really liked playing you know both those characters norman and keith and i, I like i like playing those kind of characters but i just played uh you know Richard Nixon on American Horror Story, who was a very Machiavellian bad, Machiavellian bad guy, and and that was a blast too. But um, it's nice when we do the conventions or I meet fans and they say, "Oh, I just always wished I had an Uncle Keith," you know, and that <laughs> makes me feel feel good. It's really nice. Did you did you get to did you want to and did you get to watch the rest of the show or were you kind of like I'm out of it now I'm moving on to other projects or did you yeah I, after I was out I didn't I, I didn't watch it um, oh I shouldn't say that no I did watch it <laughs> I, I still watched some stuff when I would find out certain things were going to happen and from some of the people I would I would watch stuff and, uh, and then of course I came back as a ghost I think almost every season and uh, that was that was really different and fun and like Wow, what would this be like in real life? You know, what would they say about me? And would I be missed this much? I certainly hope so. <laughs> and did, did you get to keep any props or anything? Do you have any like mementos that, that you kept from the show? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember having a lot of props or... Well, we love your your wardrobe and uh, what you're wearing, which we know kind of famously was you insisted, yeah. right? Because yeah. we love the fact that you would play basketball in like boots, in like tin boots. boots. So all my friends in real life make fun of me because I never take off my Timberlands, right? So now <laughs> I, the, I got these new boots because they're waterproof and you know they're good when you go to London to Europe for three weeks. I can do anything in these boots, but normally I got my Timberlands, my jeans. T-shirt and my denim shirt, and I, you know, it's uh, what I still wear. I've been wearing the same thing for like thirty years, and I got to wear that there, and uh, and um, yeah, so quintessential Craig. Yes, yeah. just me and me. <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll uh, let you get back to your, you know. So the hor to the horror con, uh, but just to say it's an absolute honor to speak to you, and uh, we're so grateful for your time. And like Dom said, your character and the legacy that you've left in the show was 
the best, and you're in the best seasons anyway. I mean, Dom doesn't know, but it goes downhill after that anyway. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys it. for coming up and, and uh, hanging out. It's really great. Uh, nice surprise to see you and to talk about uh, my favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank Pleasure. you. Thank you. Thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so much, man. That yeah. was awesome. Perfect. Yeah, very Absolutely cool. Perfect. We're, we're so on. We're, you're, we've, we've had the like brilliant opportunity to talk to Paul and uh, that's great. Barbara and but you're the first one we've met in person. Yeah, oh, so that's great. Super. Yeah. So thank you. Oh, so you should have come to Paris. We're, we're, we were, we were, we were, we were, I was actually, I didn't go to the convention, I was there the week 